1: What up everybody? Welcome into Locked On Warriors. I'm your host Charles T. Hamilton. Got a lot to get to today. A lot of minor stuff has been happening, but it's been happening, so we're definitely going to touch on all of it. Couple new players signed for Warriors. Steve Kerr signed on for USA basketball. We got to cover Wednesday night's game, a little preview for tonight's game, the drama going on in Minnesota, just a little bit of everything. That's all coming up next here on Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily podcast on the Golden State Warriors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. What up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On Warriors. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. As I said, a lot to get to today. We do have some basketball tonight, pretty excited about that. Kind of sucks, though. It's the last game for, what, four days? But oddly enough, we're kind of lucky because the Warriors play on Tuesday where some other teams don't have their opening night till Thursday. So I'll complain about it, but we're good. We're Goonies. It's all good. I'm going to start off with Steve Kerr joining USA Basketball as an assistant coach to POP. Not a ton there. I just think it is a nice story. Makes a lot of sense. Surprisingly, it hadn't happened yet. You know because of pop and kerr's relationship uh here's what steve kerr had to say about the decision on his part they, they, you know how that opportunity kind of come together
0: yeah. um pop just called me and it was just an yeah. immediate yes oh yeah yeah an immediate yes and uh spoke with uh pop first and jerry Colangelo, and those were the two conversations that i had that uh cemented everything and uh know jerry very well from my phoenix days and great respect for him and what he's done with uh, usa basketball uh, over the last decade or so and, uh so i'm excited it's going to be a uh, huge huge thrill and you know, as pop said it's gonna be fun but we gotta win so that's the plan how, how fun are you for the olympic experience Though right? it's in tokyo yeah olympics. yeah i mean uh I've, I've never been to the olympics and um I'm looking
1: forward to that and uh, just the overall experience uh, will be amazing. We'll Big thanks to Anthony Slater for that sound. I got that off his Twitter account. You guys should all follow him at Anthony V Slater. Uh, solid follow, solid warriors follow right there. But uh, Pop just saying that, or excuse me, Kerr just saying Pop, you know, real simple Pop called and asked Steve, if he'd want to be part of USA basketball coaching staff and, Kerr said it was an immediate yes, not even a, a question. So I think it's pretty cool. I mean, it makes sense with the relationship he has with Pop, and it also makes sense as far as USA Basketball is concerned, because most likely there's going to be a number of Warriors on that team. So it would make some sense. Uh, Steph had a funny, funny response. He said, "Well, now like my shot at playing time, not now I get no playing time. Like it's gonna, it's over. I don't even know if I'll make the team now with with Kerr and Pop there." Uh, you know, not a big deal until they start playing, which I don't even know when that is. But it was just an interesting little piece that that Steve Kerr is now part of that that coaching staff, and uh, you know the relationship with Pop and all that other stuff. So it made sense, but just wanted to relay that to y'all. Uh, it'll be interesting. It, I'm interested to see it when it's in action. You know, is Kerr going to be losing it on the sidelines uh, like we've seen many times before when? He's, he's had it tough with the Warriors with, you know, four All-Stars. Now when he gets 15 All-Stars, uh, we'll see what happens. But I like it. Makes sense. I like these kind of stories personally. So shout out Steve Kerr, Pop, USA Basketball, all the above. Some team news. Warriors have been a little busy the last day and a half or so. Trying to put together their... Not just their roster for... Their main roster put together a Santa Cruz team. And that's kind of one of the things that I have appreciated so far about their training camp roster and what they've done with with who they brought in and things like that. You know, like Tyler Eulis, Daniel House, Alfonso McKinney, who there was some news about today, uh, who else? A couple other players that I like and have a shot at, you know, being good for Santa Cruz. And so yesterday, two days ago, they signed Deontay Davis, former second-round pick. I remember it was 2016 draft. Warriors were picking at 30, and that's when they took Damian Jones, who I've been happy with. But Deontay Davis was still on the board, and I remember he had been projected a lot higher, like a mid-first-round pick. And I was like, well, you know, Deontay Davis is still there. You might need to nab him. And he went 31 uh, to—I forget who took him originally, but he ended up being traded to Memphis— That's one thing I hate about the NBA draft is they don't just say, you know, Memphis took him at 31. They keep it with the original teams. So on the reports that so-and-so took him and then was traded to Memphis, Memphis took him, okay? Like Pat McCaw was drafted by the Warriors. He wasn't drafted by Milwaukee and then to the Warriors. Jordan Bell was drafted by the Warriors, not the Bulls and then the Warriors. It was the Warriors. So there's a little complaining rant on my part. But Deontay Davis, he got some time with... Memphis last year, like 60-something games, I believe, was fine. You know, not great. I've uh, been with Memphis for the last two years. So I was kind of wondering what the deal was with him, and Steve Kerr came out and said, you know, hopefully everything goes to plan and we can get him to Santa Cruz, and we'll have a nice big man in-, in Santa Cruz, and they can work with him, and maybe he'll end up on the roster. So the plan is for for him is G League, Santa Cruz, which that's a nice pickup for Santa Cruz, man. And also, I kind of love what they do in Santa Cruz. It's a great environment. It's fun basketball. Also, I mean, look, I don't know every G League city, but it's hard for me to think of a better place to play G League basketball than Santa Cruz. I'm biased, though. So that was one of them, Deontay Davis. I like the pickup. That's good for them, good for the Warriors, good for Santa Cruz Warriors. I think it'll work out well. Uh, Jaleel Cousins, I believe, who is DeMarcus Cousins' brother, Signed an Exhibit Ten contract, which we've talked about before. Basically, it's a way for him to get a nice little signing bonus before he goes to Santa Cruz. So he's going to be with Santa Cruz Warriors. Also, I think the bonus is up to fifty grand. I think something like that. Uh, but it's just it's basically a way to get a nice little bonus before you go to Santa Cruz, which is cool. Nice, nice on the Warriors. And look, Jaleel can play too. So it's not as if they're just doing Demarcus a favor or anything. And then the latest. That we're still getting news about, like to this minute, is Alfonso McKinney. So, about an hour ago, Shams, our boy Shams, the Shams bomb, we have to think of a better name because there's the Woj bomb than what is Shams. You know what I mean? And I don't like Sham Wow. We, we can do better than that, but it's okay. It's not great, but it's fine. So, Alfonso McKinney, as I was saying, about an hour ago, maybe even longer. I don't know, dude, time escapes me, but Alfonso McKinney, his Exhibit 10 contract was converted to a two-way contract. So initially you thought, okay, that's the second two-way player. They still have two roster spots open. But Shams tweeted, this could be a procedural move for McKinney to negotiate a newer deal, as in a main roster deal. And so then a couple hours after that, we get the news that... The Warriors and Alfonso McKinney have converted the two-way deal into a two-year minimum deal. So he is officially on the roster. He's taken that 14th roster spot. The, I guess you could say Pat McCaw spot, but they haven't released Pat McCaw or anything. He's still technically there, their 15th player, 15th roster spot. That's still open, still something they can use as leverage uh, on Pat to try and get him in. I don't even know if they want him anymore, but I'm with the Warriors right now. I'm playing hardball with Pat McCaw as long as possible. Dude, you're the 14th man on the championship team. You're not going to hardball us. We're not setting the precedent that a guy who had a bad second season and we offered a raise to gets to dictate where he plays. So that's where I'm at with Pat, and I just went off on something different. Back to Alphonso McKinney. Uh, It's interesting. He was a guy who I had my eye on. I didn't know as much about as, say, Daniel House or Marcus Derrickson. But he's about 6'8", 215, 220, long arms. Kind of sealed up his spot in the last two games. He had uh, 21 points, 10 rebounds in 38 minutes, and that's over his last two games. Long wing, he's active, he's patient, he kind of understands the defense a little bit, can defend multiple, multiple spots. And that's part of why I also think this was a good move is because, look, I think Jurebko will figure it out. I think Jordan Bell is going to have a nice season, but I'm going to get to them a little later. Haven't been awesome. Haven't been awesome. And McKinney can play some four. He's not a prototypical four, but he's big enough to play some of that, especially in today's NBA. Uh, He rebounds pretty well. The main question, and we've had this question with just about every single wing that comes in that isn't, you know, KD or Clay basically, can he hit the three? can he consistently hit the 3? And I don't know, we'll see. He he hasn't taken a ton in preseason. He's hit, he's hit a couple, I think, but we'll just have to see. We'll have to see how much time he gets also. And the reason why it was Alfonso McKinney, as i had brought up guys like Jamal Crawford and Nick Young before, the reason it's Alfonso McKinney and not those guys is the Warriors have preached youth. They want a younger team. And the DeMarcus Cousins deal kind of, or at least younger on the wings, excuse me, the DeMarcus Cousins deal where they never thought they'd be able to get him kind of took some of that away. It took a roster spot away at least and a a mid-level exception. Not that they shouldn't have done it. You do that every single time if you have the chance to sign DeMarcus Cousins to the taxpayer mid-level, no question. But it only allowed them to get Jacob Evans, and that's it pretty much. Jerebko, not, not not a wing. He's a power forward, period. So they wanted to spend this roster spot on a young wing. And look, as much as I like Nick Young and Jamal Crawford, Siv's on defense. Absolute defensive liabilities. And there's still the 15th roster spot open, depending on what happens with Pat McCaw. But I like the move. It's a solid move. He played his way onto the team. No question about it. And that's what they're basing it on. It's not, you know, Daniel House, I thought would have been the leader in the clubhouse. Hello. Hello. Coming into this year, coming into preseason, but Alfonso McKinney outplayed him. It's pretty, it's that simple. And Daniel House, we'll see what happens with him. He could be the next two-way guy, but as I say that, Warriors PR comes out with this. The back-to-back NBA champion Golden State Warriors. That's that's a great way to start a PR release. The back to back NBA champion Golden State Warriors have waved forwards Deontay Davis. Daniel House Jr., along with guards Kendrick Nunn and Tyler Eulis, the team announced today. So as far as we'll have to see what happens, do they get picked up by another team? But I mentioned Deontay Davis earlier. I think the the plan is to try and get him to Santa Cruz, obviously. And I think the plan is to try and get all these guys to Santa Cruz. Daniel House Jr., Kendrick Nunn, and Tyler Eulis. And it'll be nice to have them in the Warriors organization, in the fold, even though it's in Santa Cruz and not with the main team. But as I mentioned, those guys, you'll have to notice there was a name that was not mentioned there, and that's Marcus Derrickson, a guy who I've been high on since train since summer league, excuse me, and his game, it translates the guy can shoot. Yeah, he has other liabilities as far as defensively. He's just kind of slow footed, but he can knock down shots, especially at the four, which again, I'm going to get to a little later. And the fact that he's not mentioned in these wavings or releases or whatever you want to call it makes me think he's got a good shot at that second two-way contract. He's And the reason why I say a good shot and he hasn't locked it up is because last year the Warriors signed Chris Boucher to a two-way contract, had that second one open, ended up signing Quinn Cook. Quinn Cook was not with the Warriors in training camp. He was with the Hawks. Got released. Warriors said, boom, let's scoop him up. Do it. Got him. And the rest is history. Wins an NBA championship, comes and you know helps the team for the last thirty games. Plays great, wins a ring, resigns, and I think he's in line for a big year with the with the champs. So I do think Marcus Derrickson has the lead on that second two way spot. But I think the Warriors are also going to wait and see who gets released and who they might be able to sign to it. Besides Marcus Derrickson, because I do think they'll they'll still prefer a wing. You know. As much as I like Marcus Derrickson, the Warriors are looking for wings. So that is all the roster news for today and for the Warriors. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back, break down Wednesday's game, look forward to tonight's game, and some of this Jimmy Butler bullshit that was initially funny for about a half hour, and then you saw the rest of it, and it was just a huge media stunt. That's all coming up next here on Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network.
0: Is there anything more craveable than the smell of McDonald's fries? If someone's hiding an order of fries, they're never hiding it well. It takes one whiff to trigger a fry craving that will only be satisfied the McDonald's way. So stand up if you would like to taste the smell of a
1: McDonald's fry right now. Did you just stand? Because if you did, then you earned yourself a trip to the McDonald's drive-thru for your own steamy carton of crispy golden goodness. Bada ba 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 Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Adobe. At CDW, we get your organization can be demanding. I know you're in there. I know. The marketing team's outside my office. They want their Adobe update now. With Adobe's Value Incentive Plan, deployed by the experts at CDW, you can quickly and easily manage software subscriptions for the whole team. On Acrobat and Creative Cloud? All included. Cool. Guys, I'm coming out. Don't hurt me. Hey! For a satisfied digital workforce, you need Adobe and IT orchestration by CDW. People who get it. Find out more at cdw.com slash Adobe. What up, everybody? Welcome back to Locked on Warriors. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. Just went over roster moves for the Warriors. A lot of things done today. A lot of moves made. Kind of exciting. Alfonso McKinney, congrats to you, my dude. I mean, here's the other thing. The human part of this. What a day for Alfonso McKinney, man. Congrats. That's awesome. Like, this is the kind of stuff I love about sports. Like, this guy is achieving his dreams, signing with the Warriors, signing with an NBA team, just in general. Two-year deal. I'm sure the second year is non-guaranteed or team option or whatever. But, and I haven't heard about the first year. I, I would assume guaranteed, but we'll see. But bottom line, you're achieving your dream of signing with an NBA team for the main roster. And not only is an NBA team, it's the friggin' back-to-back champs. You just signed on to one of the best teams to ever play. Like, that's awesome. That is so awesome. Congrats to him. He must be ecstatic right now. I bet he's a permigrin right now. Like, that is great, man. Shout-out Alfonso McKinney. Congrats to him. And congrats to, uh, you know, everyone else that's making their teams today that didn't think they really had much of a shot. On to the game. (laughs) Wednesday night's game was, well, it was a basketball game. (laughs) Kevin Durant only played 24 minutes because he fouled out in that 24th minute. So before I get to the actual game part, the officiating has been absolutely crazy. And I've mentioned before that I think it's just, you know, the... NBA. I I mentioned before, like we saw in the NFL, that in the preseason they were emphasizing certain rules and kind of overdoing it, and I figured that that's what it would be in the NBA preseason too, but good lord, it is getting pretty ridiculous. Pretty ridiculous, and I hope that it kind of, they pull back once that regular season starts, because I assume they will, but my god, it was a joke, and here's what Steve Kerr had to say about it. Like a point
0: of emphasis on offensive fouls. I mean, I, I don't know how many of you guys. Have yeah. Whistled. Yeah, yeah. I mean, same as last game. So it's definitely uh, something the league is, uh, you know, making a point of. For sure. How much does that hurt you guys? Particularly,
1: you know, you do a lot of off-ball moves, right. actions, back screens, and it seems like you're getting whistled.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We are. We are. So we'll have to. We'll have to adjust. Would- how do you adjust that as far as, uh, you know, because you're not going to suddenly just want to play an ISO-style game? No, but I'm pretty confident that um, they're not going to call 65 fouls um, and foul Kevin Durant out in 24 minutes when the regular season starts. <laughs> I'm pretty confident in that. And if they do, then, you know, we got to talk. Um, you know, we, we have to understand, uh, you know, what, what basketball is about. You know, uh, officiating is an art form there's a flow to the game that has to happen. And I think right now we're putting the officials in a really tough, tough spot because we're having, you know, we're just having them call everything. I know it's preseason. We're trying to, um, you know, make sure we have these points of, of emphasis, but, uh, there's gotta be some flow to the game and there's gotta be some pace. And that's what people come out to see. And that's what uh, makes the game beautiful. But I'm very confident that, um, We'll we'll see that sorted out. The league always does a great job of um, making sure the pace and the flow of the game is good. Ironically, that's the point of calling things tighter off the ball is to improve flow and improve pace. But um, it's not going to happen with 65 fouls.
1: There's Steve. I'd say, I don't want to say learning his lesson as far as not bashing the refs or officiating after getting kicked out, but, you know, doesn't want his wallet to be any lighter. Uh, And being reasonable, I understand what he's saying, that he basically expects that it'll stop during the regular season. That's kind of what I expect as well, but we'll see. It's funny to me that that leagues like the NBA and NFL say during the preseason, what can we do to make our game worse? And I know that's not what they say. They, They think they're making it better, but it always backfires. Steve Kerr mentioned 65 fouls. 82 free throws were shot in this game. 46 by the Lakers. 36 by the Warriors. And this wasn't just when, you know, the the fringe guys, the guys are going to be playing in Santa Cruz were in. This wasn't a summer league game. This is when Kevin Durant and Steph Curry and LeBron James are playing, and you foul out KD in 24 minutes. It's a joke. It makes me less excited to watch preseason basketball. And I know, oh boy, you're going to miss out on preseason basketball. But look, I'm I'm excited to watch. Warriors play basketball whether it's preseason or not and then you get 82 free throws and 65 fouls it's pretty ridiculous hopefully it changes I'm sure it will because you can't go into the regular season with the officiating this way but the fact that they're doing it now you have to question it you it it has to be questioned at least so I, I don't know I hope it doesn't continue but we will see on to the actual game Kevin Durant the 24 minute man as I mentioned, fine, did what he did, did what he does, same with Steph, same with Clay. I mean, here's the thing, they are just, they're studs, they're friggin' stars, like, what else can you really say, about them, and what they do, so, I really don't have much to say, they're ready for the regular season, and that's a, major bonus, I mean, wouldn't expect anything else, because, they're professionals, they get it done, but, it's just nice to see, you know, they're, they don't need to play tonight. I'm sure they will because tonight's kind of the dress rehearsal. But, you know, th- those guys are studs. And they just come in and do what they do. It was pretty incredible. I remember the first preseason game. Lights out. Knocking down everything. It's just, it's second nature to them at this point. So, I guess we'll go on to the the fringe guys, the bench players. Well, not the bench players. We'll go with Damian Jones, who has been starting a better showing from him. He still has those defensive lapses that he needs to work out, but a couple dunks, a nice alley-oop, a couple blocks. And this is crazy. I need to watch the game back again because the box score says he had five steals but no rebounds. I th- I'm pretty sure he had a couple of rebounds. I remember him getting some rebounds, but who knows. Five steals, that's good. Like, that's what I'm saying. He, is, he has talent to do a lot of things but those defensive liabilities are real and he needs to be serviceable defensively because it's one thing to get beat because here's the deal. Also, I trust him one-on-one like, Oh, if he gets switched on a guard, yeah, a guard might win that matchup, but I'm not like freaking out as I would if JaVale or Zaza, you know, got switched out onto him. He's a good defender, an incredible athlete, but the problem is just the awareness of making that switch or not making that switch, or activating the switch, you know, any of that stuff. I'm still very high on him. He still brings a lot to the team. He still can play that JaVale McGee role. The problem is it's similar to how JaVale McGee played it with, you know, a lot of uh, mistakes. (laughs) But he does bring a lot to the team. I still like him. I still think they should pick up his fourth-year option because I think he's serviceable. And even more than that, I think he'll continue to get better. Jordan Bell. Jordan Bell had a rough game, but here's the thing. You're going to get that. Not everyone's going to be great 82 games a year. So that's where I'm chalking it up to. But it also showed some of his problems or question marks. Like he kind of flubbed an open layup. Uh, He's working on that outside jumper, that little 15 footer. Sometimes it falls. Sometimes it doesn't. It wasn't falling. Just little stuff that he needs to work on, continue to work on. But he is a second-year player. And usually his games are better than this. I mean, I, I yeah, I've given him the benefit of the doubt. But this was just a bad game for him. Or at least that's what I'm chalking it up to. kavon Looney, Mr. Reliable. That's exactly what he is. Just Mr. Reliable. Nothing too great. Nothing too terrible. Just Kavon, man. <laughs> Except... There was a pretty funny moment. I'm surprised didn't get picked up on more. Uh, He kind of dunked on JaVale. Like, he dunked and it bounced out and then bounced back in. And Kevin Durant and Draymond just let JaVale McGee have it. Just talking so much from the sidelines. It was hilarious. I very much so enjoyed it. I don't know if anyone else did. But I thought it was really funny. But Kevon Looney, standard, standard Looney game. Jonas Jarebko, man... Just kind of awkward, kind of bumbling around, can't really finish layups. I mean, he did knock down a three, which was good to see. It's just, I don't know. I don't want to say I'm worried because I'm not, but, and also being worried about, what, the 10th player on the roster. It's not that big of a deal, but if the Warriors are going to actually do what they say they've wanted to do, which is go younger also, give some of the the main guys rest and not play them eighty two games. You're going to need better performances from Jerebko, Jordan Bell, uh, Kevon Looney, who's fine. You know, you're just going to Jacob Evans. You're going to need more from these guys, and it hasn't been very I don't know hasn't been very positive in the preseason from most of them. But again, it's preseason, so put as much of it as much into it as you want. Could be different once the regular season starts. Because there's still some awkward lineups and stuff like that in the preseason. Like, let's say Jarebko gets in there with, you know, Sean, Steph, KD, and Draymond. Probably look better with those guys playing around him than you know the the lineups he's playing with right now. But who knows? We won't know until the games actually start. Alfonso McKinney, nice game. This is part of what helped wrap it up for him, wrap up his roster spot. He was five of eight, o of two from three, which again, like I mentioned, is. The big question mark for anyone uh, playing on this team. Four rebounds, 10 points. Just solid. Solid, solid game from the guy. And, again, congrats to him. Jacob Evans, still worried about him. Looks like it's going to be a lot of time in Santa Cruz for him. I really don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe something clicks. But right now, it again, hasn't been very, very intriguing or positive. By 16-game player, maybe Draymond meant like he'll spend 16 games – with the with the main roster in the regular season. That was mean. Sorry, guys. Sorry, Jacob Evans. I hope it works out. I'm, I need it to work out, dude. So, come on. Let's go. So, that was Wednesday's game. They ended up losing uh, 123-113. Lakers look solid. You know, I like that they're, they actually are playing with pace. You know, it's not just the lip service that LeBron kind of gives every single year that he wants to do this and that. And we'll see if it continues in the regular season. Kuzma playing the five is a little weird. It'll work out at times, but again, once you get to the playoffs, you can't do that sort of stuff because he's not, he can't defend at all. Can't defend the five at all. So they're, they're interesting. They're interesting. We'll have to wait and see what happens during the regular season, but they were hyped up for this game, and, uh, you know, the Warriors and Lakers and the, the situations they've played in been some great preseason atmospheres. This was in Vegas, so a lot of uh, Lakers fans, a lot of Warriors fans. The game in Seattle had a great atmosphere. Like it's cool to see, because I worked, you know, some Kings games in the preseason. Other than the Seattle one, and it wasn't uh, wasn't great. wasn't the same atmosphere as these games. So right on, good good on the Warriors and Lakers and all the fans that have come out. Uh, tonight's game gonna be a dress rehearsal, so to speak. A little not breaking news, but. They expect Draymond to play, which is good, which means he'll be, should be available for opening uh, night against LKC, which is also good, uh, obviously. So it's, you know, just look look for good stuff from the starters. I'm sure it'll be, they'll come out and do their thing like they always do. They are playing the Lakers again in San Jose, should be a fun one. But yeah, a little dress rehearsal for the starters. As I've said, watch Damian Jones, Marcus Derrickson, as he's kind of fighting for this second two-way spot. Alfonso McKinney, let's see what he does. Jacob Evans, can you can you come on, man? Please give me something, please. So those are the things to watch for, and then get ready for Tuesday night, baby. Opening night, ring night. That's all I got on this one. <laughs> Come on back. We're going to talk the Jimmy Butler drama, and then I'm going to send you off for the weekend. Coming up next on Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today, every answer matters more than ever before. Because whether it's about health, deliveries, or finance, some things just can't wait. That's why IBM is helping businesses manage millions of calls, texts, and chats with Watson Assistant. It's conversational AI designed to help your customers find the answers they need faster, no matter the industry. Let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash Watson Assistant to learn more. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey.
0: Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta.
1: I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect, there are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, This is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, America, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. What up, everybody? Welcome back to Locked on Warriors. Just want to touch on the Jimmy Butler stuff real quick. Because I mentioned as it happened, it was funny. Like, here's the thing with Twitter and social media and just how quick we can get things out is we get the first piece. And like, oh, this is this is great. Jimmy Butler goes to goes to practice and is calling people out and tearing up the team and like killing it. Like this is awesome. And then about half after half half hour after that, we get the report that, oh, he's gonna sit down with Rachel Nichols. Oh, this was all like a media stunt on his part. Oh, okay. Kinda lame. Kinda lame. Kind of overproduced, kind of and if you saw the interview, too, it was, dude, it was kind of whack. <laughs> He's like, oh, cat came at me and blah, 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 and, like, trying to pass the buck and just, I'm over it. Initially, it got me more interested, and then as I saw the fallout of the interview and this and that, man, I'm so over it. You're Jimmy Butler, man. <laughs> You're not Pat McCaw. Like, the Pat McCaw stuff is way worse. But Jimmy Butler, like, what are you doing, dude? I know you're trying to force your hand, but just an overdone, overproduced publicity stunt, media stunt, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I do give him credit. The report that he did beat the starters with all the third stringers, that's real. You can't stage that. You know, that had to happen. He had to go in there and do that. And he's a good player. He's a really good player. And fiery and all that stuff. But I feel like something that's gotten missed throughout this whole thing is like, he's probably not the easiest person to deal with or coach or play with either. You know, like it seems like most of the blame has been passed on to Thibodeau and the Wolves and the young players and stuff, which is understandable. I mean, they're partially to blame, but Jimmy Butler's just as much to blame in this situation. So I don't know. That's all I got for it. I just wanted to end pretty much. I, I hope this does help facilitate a trade a lot faster, but probably not. We'll see. We will see. But yeah, I just thought it was kind of lame. Initially, it was all right, and then you get the rest of the report, and it just, I don't know, kind of whack. But that's just one guy's opinion. Maybe you loved it. I did not. This is Lock On Warriors. Thank you guys so much for listening. Enjoy tonight's game. Uh, We'll see what happens, maybe one more this weekend. Uh, But if not, definitely be back next week with plenty more to throw at you. You guys, regular season. It's like four days away freaking juice. I cannot wait. Can't wait. Everyone have fun. Be safe. Enjoy tonight's game. This is Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. Peace. You are Locked On Warriors. Your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.